What up, y'all? Welcome to She Gets It Podcast. I know y'all like, bitch, we already heard you. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. So basically, this is what happened. Um, I have uh, pre-recorded set, pre-recorded uh, like setups set where I want my music, um, ads, and all of that. And I basically go in, I delete the episode that was old, and then I go in and I record the new one so I don't have to keep setting the time placements, right? Because I do like multiple episodes ahead of time. When I went to click to download the episode for today that was there, the mouse accidentally got the download that was old below it from like, this had to be like seasons ago. So the the episode y'all got at first, if you listen early, was the intimacy episode that was under triggers. Wrong shit. So I'm about to give you the real shit. Um... And I, and the thing is, because I'm working right now, so I gotta hurry up. I told my supervisor I spilled something in the kitchen. I gotta get it. <laughs> oh, I spilled some shit. Is this? So, um, basically, I'm gonna talk about my trigger, and my trigger is people wanting more of my time. I don't even have the notes for this anymore because I throw those away too. You know, a creative. So y'all just get ready and y'all just enjoy the episode. I apologize that y'all got some old fire shit, but I'm gonna get about to give you some new fire shit because this is what I do. Okay, let's get into it. Triggers. Okay, everybody has triggers. Everybody has things that if you say it to them, it's going to bother them. Um, it's going to make them get really uh, defensive. It's going to make them um, yell or be snappy. And you're just like, what did I say? What did I do? Why is your mood shifting? And some people be like, I'm fine. They're not fine. Some people be like, um, ain't nothing wrong with me. No, you you don't want to, they be like gaslighted. No, you don't want to act acting crazy. Why are you acting like that? Because you acting like that, ho. Okay, so for me, my trigger as a mom, as a creative, as a single woman is people uh, knowing my worth, knowing what I have on my plate already and asking for more of my time. So what sparked this goddamn episode? So Ari's dad was like, um, he texted me randomly. He was like, I want to get the girls, meaning Anya and Ari, into um, gymnastics or swimming lessons. I was like, well, I looked up swimming lessons class before. And they wanted basically $75 each for their membership and then $50 um, for each class and the classes are only 30 minutes. What the fuck? You know how expensive that is? And that's just for the swimming. And then I didn't even look into gymnastics because one, I have to duplicate myself. I got to be in two places, um, more than once Two, I don't have extra money to be like, no, I'm not going to work. I'm going to go to gymnastics with, you know, Ari or Anya 
and pay. Welcome to another round of Drawing Board or Miro Board. Today we discuss technical diagramming with systems architect Maya. Let's go. First question. You've spent 10 hours slogging over a sequence diagram that should have taken five. Drawing Board or Miro Board? Drawing Board. And if I'm being honest, Miro would probably cut that time down by half. You know, with its AI tools and ready-to-go templates. Next, your diagrams become so bulky, it's more complex than the solar system. But all it takes is a few clicks and... It's Miro. I've used those technical shape packs way too many times. And stuff is just digestible on its infinite online canvas. Now, the final question. Everyone's brought in. But you have to make all these tasks all the way over in Jira. But wait, it's done. Is it... Miro, easy with its two-way Jira sync. Easy to plot dependencies. Everyone always knows what's up. And she's done it. Join over 60 million people creating technical diagrams without workflow glitches. Get your first three boards for free at Miro.com. That's M-I-R-O.com. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. A 200 something dollars a class, like what? So I never looked into it. So then I did look into it. Um, and he was like, I said, don't worry about how it's going to get done. Just look up the price. I'm going to pay for it, sir. Okay. So I looked up the price and I sent it to him. And let's just say it's been quiet ever since. Because one, having your children in extracurricular sports or activities is time. Two, it's expensive. Three, they always need some shit. And when you're trying to set up your life to invest in things that cost money that will give you back the money you spent and then some... Your options of what you want to do when you do have the money don't come first. They come after. And so when he said that to me, I was instantly defensive. I was like, I don't I don't have the money. I can't have the time. I'm already doing too much already. He was like, what are you talking about? I said, don't worry about how. Just show me the price. And I think a lot of people, when they're triggered, they don't catch when people want to help them, they only see or hear that they're going to be needed for something that they don't have room for. And so for me, I realized, and I text them once I realized, I said, you know what? I apologize. <laughs> um, my trigger, and I was triggered while I was defensive, is people wanting more of my time. And people wanting more of my time and not knowing uh, if it's going to last or not knowing if my time invested is going to be promising is why I'm single. I don't have it in me. <laughs> I don't have it in me to give a job that somebody else's dream more of my time if I really don't want to be there. I don't have it in me to date somebody I really don't want long-term with if I don't see you long-term. 
if I don't have a vision of us being worth long term, if I don't feel like the things that you want to do in life and the things that I want to do in life will mesh, I'm not going to pour into you. Once I get to know you through discussion and, you know, talking about various things and seeing your habits and seeing what you do when you wake up and see how many hours it takes you to get ready to leave the house and how many hours you have to really fulfill your day. And does that help you financially overall? Or are you bullshitting all day? Once I see that you too fucking lax compared to what I do in a day, I'm over it. So when people be requiring more of my time, like they want to sit on the phone and talk for hours, I can't do that. I'm not going to do that because what the fuck am I doing that for? When people be like, um, let's go out here, you know, let's go out for drinks. I don't even drink outside my house because my guts when it comes to alcohol is like a, a 50 pound white woman. I will be drunk off of one mojito (laughs) and that ain't even hard liquor I don't know how people withstand liquor like trust me and I have exes who all they their whole family in them all they drink is brown liquor and they be throwing it back throwing it back and I'm just like how are y'all not on the flow I will babysit a drink so for me a man being like let's go out for drinks no, especially if I don't know you like that. Like, you're not about to see me tipsy. No, like, I don't I don't drink. Um, a man being like, let's go to a cigar lounge or some shit. I don't mind men smoking cigars. I just don't want to be around you when, I, when you smoke it because I don't want to smell it in my hair and in my clothes or in my skin. That shit. I don't like the smell. When you, when you, I, I would get so irritated in my 20s when I would leave parties and clubs and I ain't partaking none of the smokery or anything. And I come out smelling like a motherfucking mosh pit. Like, that ain't my thing. And I'm not knocking anybody that wants to do that. But at the same time, that ain't me. So that's not where I want to spend my time. So what does my time look like spent with a man? Going out somewhere to probably possibly eat. But if I'm going to eat with you, you got to be somebody I already have good chemistry with. Because why would I want to talk to you while I'm eating? Um, Doing an activity outdoors with somebody. But in the back of my mind, I got to be thinking, why am I spending my time with this person? Do I want more with this person? Is this person's goals aligned with mine? Or am I just going out for the sake of going out to be like we went out? Like, I don't want to spend my time with anyone that I don't see as an investment. I don't want to, you know, put you on to some new shit if what I'm putting you on to um, is not beneficial to you being better or you're not going to utilize it. So you wasted my time. You wasted my time asking me how to do this thing and I showed you and you ain't do shit with it. I could do that with my kids because they're my kids. I got them until they got them 18, possibly 25 if they don't get right by 18. But at the same time, I gave birth to them. They didn't ask to be here. What I look like doing that with an adult that can walk away or walk out my life any other time And that is the gamble that you take when it comes to relationships with people, whether it's friendships too. I've had friendships that was 10 plus years trash now. 
I have relationships um, and friendships with people who, who was like since fucking college really dust now. Because people change over time. Just like your taste buds change every seven years, every seven to ten years, people gonna shed a new level, shed some new skin, and you're gonna be like, ooh, who the fuck is this? I don't wanna be around this person. I don't wanna deal with this person's personality. And that's the gamble people take. So when you think after you ask somebody, why are you single? It's not always a negative thing. It's a positive thing. Let me get to know me. Let me uh, discover me. Let me be comfortable within the fact that I'm happy I'm not investing my time to be wasted with somebody right now. And it's not like, oh, you're pessimistic. You're looking at it um, as a negative all the time. I don't really feel like it's a negative. I feel like it's reality. So y'all, Marketing the Podcast 101, a creative way to market your podcast. The book came in, y'all, and it's so good. It, it's just such a smart concept that I'm glad I came up with. So basically, I think people create a podcast and then they want to know how to talk about it or how to let other people know that they have it. So I created a book on how you can be consistent, um, how you can understand the concept behind your podcast, how you would want the pod cover to look, what ideas you want to come across from the podcast cover. Um, You can basically doodle podcast covers for ideas, a space where you could put the seasons of your podcast so you can see the overall idea of what your podcast is probably about to categorize it. I did it. A notes page, pages to follow, pages to unfollow. Um, Because I know Instagram, you'll go on Instagram for one thing and then you'll end up doing another and forgetting why you came on it, right? And so there's a purpose every day on why you're on that thing. So I have a page for Instagram, how to set up your Instagram, which you probably would want it to look like how to know your audience, how to lay out your IG page. Um, What else is in here? You know, how to refocus your IG, you know, what to put in your podcast description, whether it's your greeting, links, contact, socials. What else is in here? How to set up your TikTok. Um, Little encouraging things like stay motivated and all of that on here. Follow people who are like-minded, just reminders, how to set up your YouTube page. And I mixed up the pages on purpose so you don't have to go for section for section. You can just, you know, today I want to focus on this and you have this page for this page, this page for this page. And then the next day or the next week you can focus on another thing. You don't have to really bounce around a lot in the book. Um, how to set up your podcast merch. You know, what are you selling price points and profit, uh, what are your best sellers, the months and, um, that you want to do promo and how often do you want to update it? Your, a space for you to put your website, like 
it's a really good book. Um, lives I want to do with these creators. And you could basically jot down your notes on why and what their name is so you can easily find them. You could put the month that you want to do it. A Twitter breakthrough, basically how to utilize Twitter, what tweets are engaging, what tweets are going to give you numbers, um, how to set up your YouTube video. Like it's a really good book. So if you're a podcaster and you want to know how to market your podcast on social media. This is a great book to get. It's available now on lulu.com. Uh, get yours today. It's called Marketing the Podcast 101. My name is Shan. I am the creator of this book. I am the creator of this podcast. And if you want to get the other book, it's right there on lulu.com beside it. And it's called the, what is it called? <laughs> Brain fart. <laughs> It's called uh, The Podcast Journal. Boom, there you go. You know, we all be having brain farts sometimes, you know. I'm up late creating for y'all as always. Let's get back to the show. <laughs> what up, y'all? Welcome back to She Gets the Podcast. If you want to call into the show... Reality is, if you're dating someone that you don't want to marry or uh, be with for a long time because you don't have to get married and have kids with, you're wasting your time. You're, you're doing practice fucking positions with someone that you're going to leave eventually, but for right now, it'll do. So you're basically making a pit stop in your love life, in your consideration life, in your effort life. And my thing is like, I don't want to invest in a new person just so they could be a pit stop in my life. If I'm going to invest my time in a new person um, or a new job, it has to be promising for where I'm trying to go. It has to be um, someone that's going to teach me some new shit. I don't want to be in a relationship with a man and I'm putting him on shit and he got no knowledge or any intelligence or wisdom to pour into me so I could be a better person. And a lot of people are just dating for the sake of having a body or being with people for the sake of saying, Oh, I was with them or latching onto their boy that's doing the work and they ain't doing shit, but playing backup. Oh, he with me. What you do? Um, I'm, I'm just chilling. You sucking up air of existence for other people. So yes, my trigger is people wanting more of my time. My trigger is definitely people wanting me on a motherfucking Sunday because Sundays are for me and the girls. So if you be like, just come over Sunday, I need your help with this, okay? If I help you on a motherfucking Sunday, I fucking love you, period. If I go out my way to drive somewhere that I don't know on a goddamn Saturday or Sunday, the two days of the week where that's just for me, I love you right? I care about you. You know, if I call you and be like, do you need help with this? I could cut some time out of my day for this, for you. I care about you. But if I don't just know indirectly, I don't see it for us. I don't see it for us. I feel like there's a level of your life that you be bullshitting and I don't want no parts. 
Same thing with my emotions. I don't give my emotions to people um, in a way to grow anymore unless I see you as a promising uh, person in my life for my future. So I'm not going to be the one to meet somebody and be like, oh yeah, I'm going to call you if I don't really want to call them. I'm not going to give you my number when you ask for my number if I really don't see it for us. Why am I giving you my number? You're going to call me and I'm never going to pick up. I love the blocked option on my phone. I love the option on iPhone that says, if a number is not listed in your phone, it'll go straight to voicemail. I utilize that whole like you wouldn't believe. My block list on Twitter is thick. My block list on social middle, social middle, social media is thick. All right. So just be mindful of that. And um, yeah, having wanting my time is a trigger for me. I don't like when people be wanting my time because it's just like, what are you going to do with the time that I give you? Are you going to utilize it? And you know, when Clubhouse first started and we was like balls deep in this pandemic, a lot of people was like, oh, you know, let me, can I get like an hour of your time to talk about such and such? I gave them an hour. They would be like, oh, we got to set up such and such episode. Not because I was looking for something from it, but if you genuinely don't know shit and I'm knowledgeable about it, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to give you that information. What the fuck you do with it, that's your business. But I had to get to a point where I'm just like, no, I can't give you my time. I can't afford it. I can't afford to give you my time because there's something more important to me over here that needs it. And that's how you got to be about people. That's how you got to be about the work that you do. That's how you got to be about sometimes family. Um, Family will ask you to do shit that they don't even appreciate that you do. Friends sometimes will ask you to do shit or take them somewhere, especially now with gas being a whole rib and a kidney and don't even think to give you gas money to help you or, um, you know, buy you lunch or, you know, possibly I'll watch the kids when you got to do something next time. Like, Every relationship that you have requires balance. You have to have balance in shit. And if you're not balancing out your relationships, whether it's friends, uh, partnerships, uh, workload, especially in this podcasting shit, or um, your romantic relationship or marriage, no wonder this person has plans on leaving your ass. No wonder this person doesn't believe in the relationship no more. No wonder you don't feel appreciated. And a lot of y'all are in relationships pointing fingers when you're like, oh, this person doesn't appreciate me anymore. This person doesn't do this anymore. What did you lack on? What were you doing for that person at the beginning that you ain't doing no more? You got to take ownership. Because when people feel a way about me or have a con to say about me, I ask myself, hmm, did I lack on that? Did I do that? Was there something I could do better? No, I did exactly what the fuck I felt was deserved. I did exactly what the fuck. Welcome to another round of Boardroom or Miro Board. 
Today we talk retrospectives with Agile coach Maria. Let's go. First question. You've spent two hours in a team retro, but the only input you've heard is Dave's. Boardroom or mirror board? Boardroom. In Miro, Dave can't hog the space because everyone can add thoughts anonymously, online at the same time. Correct. Next. You need the team to act on feedback fast, so you turn all those retro notes into Jira tasks instantly. Miro all the way. And I can assign those tasks to teammates. You're nailing this. Now, you see hundreds of sticky notes from the retro. A real mess. But you organize them into five themes in just seconds. Miro, I basically get back an entire hour when I use its AI tools for clustering. And she's done it. Join over 60 million people running actually enjoyable and actionable retros in Miro. Get your first three boards free at Miro.com. That's M-I-R-O.com. Needed to be reciprocated for that bullshit you did. And so when I lax in any relationship, there's a reason. When I fall back from any relationship, there's a reason. When I keep it high and dry and hit you with a head to neck back, when I see you and that's it, there's a reason. It's never, especially with a motherfucking Gemini like me, it's never, oh, she like this with everybody. I'm not like nothing with everybody. I'm, I'm me with everybody, but I'm true to everybody. You, I'm not the person that's going to not like somebody and be in their face tomorrow. I'm not the person that's going to key key with this person and say some shit tomorrow around some other people that I would not say to their face. No, I'm going to say what I want to say to your face. I'm going to let you know. You always know where you stand with me. It's not a fucking secret. So when you want my time, yes, I'm triggered. If I feel like deep down is not going nowhere, you don't deserve it. Especially be aware of the relationships that you've had for years that's not growing. If the relationship is capped and it's not growing, your personal opinion or on a lot of things that I do don't fucking matter because it holds no weight. No matter if I get this, you still gonna fuck with me like this. No matter if I do this to improve or incite you, you still only gonna fuck with me like this. So why am I doing the most to impress you? That's not, I'm not I'm trying to impress you. I could care less about what your opinion is of me because we are now limited. I understand that we are limited. So I'm not impressing you no more. Impressing you is not a goal for me. So there's that. So yes, my trigger as an adult in my 30s at age 34 is definitely people wanting more of my time. And if that's your trigger, don't feel bad about it. It's real and it only comes from experience and it only comes from people not understanding that you now understand your value and there's something that you're doing or not doing to me that does not align so I have to limit you. You know, like a um, 1-800 phone calls, uh, collect phone calls and be like, you have two minutes. You have three minutes. That's me about my time. Yes, I be triggered. And yes, this uh, episode was direct because I downloaded the wrong shit and I am correcting it. Again, I apologize. My name is Shan. This is She Gets a Pod. I am on white people's time right now. So I got to go, but I wanted to correct it with you. Uh... Marketing the podcast one-on-one book will be on sale from 
March 17th to the 21st for $10 instead of 16. So if you want to grab that, grab that. Um, depending on where you live, I know the shipping is different, but grab that. Okay. I promise you, you're going to like it. You're going to utilize it. I appreciate you. If you want to donate to She Gets a Podcast itself, you can donate on redcircle.com. That's my base platform. She Gets It Shop is still up. Um, what else? It's Wednesday. That's it. Lottie fucking da. Always be real. Okay? Keep that shit. Peace.